internet friends and welcome to another episode of Shop Talk. My name is Brandon and today we're going to be talking about laughter in tough times. I think it's safe to say that if you're scrolling through your phone or you're watching the news that things can seem kind of bleak and dire. So we wanted to talk today about somebody whose job is to make us laugh and to entertain us. My guest today is Pittsburgh dad himself, Kurt Wooten. Kurt, thanks for being here. You and your partner, Chris, write and produce every aspect of your popular YouTube series, Pittsburgh Dad. Mm -hmm. uh, since you guys started, uh, you've had your show viewed millions of times. Uh, but does YouTube ever send you like a certificate or a plaque or a trophy for any of that? I guess like the big time YouTubers, when you get to a million subscribers, you get a, like a really nice, I don't know what it is, like a play button that's framed. It's like, congratulations on your million. We got, um, when we hit 100,000, there's also a milestone for that. And I don't remember what it looked like. I think it was a smaller version of that. It's in Chris's garage somewhere. It, he lives across the street. I can go get it. Just recently, you and I have, uh, and, and Chris, we finished our very first bobblehead of Pittsburgh Dad. Oh, yeah. And um, it was limited edition. We only made 500. Told you to make more. <laughs> yeah, it's it. We sold out in what, like twenty less than twenty four hours. Yeah, I think we posted uh, we posted one picture on our site. That was it. But I know since they sold out, we've been, or you specifically have been keeping tabs <laughs> on the resale market. Secondary market, what, man. Yeah, what's uh, what's the um, what's the highest you've seen one of the the, the bobbleheads go for? I think I saw one go for a hundred dollars on eBay, and I've seen people asking up to two hundred. I'm I'm a kind of a junky action figure collector. So like my downtime is spent on eBay at night after baby goes to sleep. <laughs> Can I get this old Star Wars guy? I spend a lot of time just looking that kind of stuff up and you know, let's see what, there's like three or four on there right now. Maybe people sell them or actually go and buy them, but I, I find it fascinating and it's cool to be a part of that. We're working on the, um, the, the, the second one right now. I think people are going to go nuts for that one and, and, and maybe we'll make more this time. How about that? Yeah, a couple, couple hundred more. You've shot, uh, now it's the second installment of Streetlight Stories, which is your short films based around the character of Pittsburgh Dad. Um, what was that, that like, filming that? The first Streetlight Stories was filmed back in 2016, uh, kind of a passion project. We were able to um, get some grant money and get that going and had a really good time doing it. And about a year ago, we decided we'd like to you know, continue the storyline and um, we had more stories to tell with the character, with the family. Started the Kickstarter got enough funds to not do just the second one, but the third one. And last summer, we, we were able to film the second one, released it in March. Very proud of it. Uh, it's, it's, it's near and dear to Chris and I's hearts. And uh, it's everything we've ever wanted to do in terms of filmmaking with the character. The Streetlight Stories universe is right now in the late 80s, which is when both the with the, how the kids are growing up is how Chris and I and probably yourself had grown up kind of like um in, in done in the style of like the Wonder Years used to be uh family drama um still humorous uh, a lot more effort a lot more production design and F I get in uh, regards to that but um yeah that's the biggest thing and you actually see the family whereas in our, our week to week show with with our skill reviews and all our other episodes you don't see the family you just hear him hollering at them in the distance. Why do you think that your show is so popular? We have so many meet and greets and we read so many fans' comments and the number one fan, uh, comment we always get is it's just, uh, it's, it reminds them of their time growing up, uh, of a person in their life from Pittsburgh or maybe not even from Pittsburgh, just in, in their life. It's just that type of person seems to be around <laughs> many people. And I think people like to look into the mirror 
when they watch their, their shows. Just like when I was growing up, my grandfather loved All in the Family. He thought Archie Bunker was the, was the greatest thing since sliced bread and, uh, you know, with all his flaws, you know. But uh, people, yeah, they like looking in the mirror. They like to, the, the familiarity of the character. What, what do you think is one thing that surprised you a mo like most about being Pittsburgh Dad or being the Pittsburgh Dad character? Just how good it made people feel and just judging by the comments um, and people coming up to me, just uh, and all the great um, emails, letters we've gotten, it, how it just makes people happy and to be a part of something that makes that many people just have a sense of joy, that's amazing and, and that's just very surprising because <laughs> the character is based on me getting screamed at my entire life. So. I don't know. It's it's that's what's surprising how like the character yelling at the TV or yelling at the family just makes everyone so happy. I don't know. In the past, you said that the the character Pittsburgh Dad was based on your own father. Mm -hmm. How much of the character is based on your dad, and is there anyone else that the character is based? Yeah, on? a lot of it's um, based on my own father growing up. Just he he was and the way he talked to the kids and you know everything annoyed him and it's also based a lot on Chris's experiences growing up with his grandfather and his mother. Uh, the the voice though actually the voice is more based the accent's my dad. The voice is is more on my uh, my mother's father my uh, so it's my grandfather doing like characters you just pick little pieces from people in your life and that's at least that's what I do and and now this you know it's been going eight years and. It's been a great time. You kind of manifest uh, a, a very um, iconic Pittsburgh character now, but what, what's at the core of a Pittsburgh? Besides the beer? <laughs> <laughs> no. I think the coolest thing about Pittsburghers um, and living in other cities have, has really made me recognize this is tradition. I think um, there's, this, there's such a tradition about being in this town, and I think that leads to to them being so loyal and the loyalty that Pittsburghers have in, in their city and, and especially um, with, with other Pittsburghers. And you can even see it going on now with the pandemic, how uh, you know, helpful other Pittsburghers can be to other Pittsburghers. So I think that's really what's at the core of Pittsburgh. It separates it from the other you know, big cities like your, your LA's, New York's, Philly's, Chicago's. I think that's really what, what, what drives it home for me at least. So You have had some pretty, pretty impressive responses from fans. Um, from coming down to do meet and greets at our store where the, the store has been packed. I know that you did the Legends Cruise. Um, you do appearances in Ocean City. So places that, that aren't um, like Steeler games or anything like that. But people come out to see you specifically. What has been like the, the biggest response? I mean, the Legends Cruise is just all Steeler fans. So everyone's in there to have a good time. Uh, but at Ocean City, when we did it at Buxy's, um Buxy's uh, Salty Dog Saloon. It was like a three-hour wait to like. I didn't count all the people, but it was it was insane. And we're drinking icy lights the whole time. People were coming up to me telling me their favorite episodes, their favorite Steeler memories. They're like, "Oh, did you?" And then people who went to school like in the same area as me, and then they're like, oh, "I kind of knew your parents." It's it's so whenever we have a meet and greet, it takes a long time because it's not just they come up and say, "I like the show." It's like they have a connection to you uh, via Pittsburgh some way it's it's amazing it's, it's so it takes a long time do you think that that your meet and greets your appearances in other cities other towns um do you think that they have a little bit of of, of an extra level yeah. of excitement so yeah there's there's definitely more of an excitement from the fans 
and I don't want to take anything from the fans who come around here, but man, you don't, when you're not in Pittsburgh and you're away for a long time, you really miss it. You miss everything. And you just compute, you start comparing everything where you're at to Pittsburgh and it never lives up, whether it's the food, whether it's the people, whether it's the way they celebrate their holidays. It's trust me. It's, it's the greatest city on earth. Over the past few weeks on the show, we've been talking about the aspects of tough times. Your job is to, to make people laugh, to, to entertain them, to bring some enjoyment. What's the role of laughter in tough times in, in your mind? Just to add, um, just levity, to break up the tensions. Being at home, access to thousands upon thousands of articles, and you're watching the news, and it's like, and you, and you start to like bear the weight of the world, which is not healthy for any one person to do. To sit there and break that up a little bit and allow yourself to, uh, hey, enjoy life a little bit and laugh. And that's, that's hopefully what we can do with our show. I had this guy for years I watched Steeler football with, and his, and his, um, one of the things he always said was, bend, don't break with the defense. So you can bend a little bit. So, you know, we're gonna, we'll continue to bend and you can laugh and everything, but, you know, we're, we're trying to keep everyone from not breaking. So that's uh, right. an analogy. That's, that's a good analogy. I like that. Don't break. Bend, don't break. Okay. Uh, what would you say um, are three things uh, about the, the Pittsburgh Dad show that are maybe like little known facts, maybe you're some Easter eggs? Yeah. Do you have like um, three things you can give us? I know. I mean, if anyone who's watched the show for a long time, he has an unhealthy obsession with long john silvers. <laughs> the, I don't know. I don't know why Chris and I think long john silvers is the funniest thing in the world. I don't know why. I, and, and I don't. Someone might want to go through and count how many times that we have mentioned it or referenced it, but it's ridiculous. We've never known the house that Dad's house is actually probably four different homes, five different homes. So it's never like the different rooms or with. Chris's mother-in-law, his friend Jeff's house, my basement. We've used you know, certain people's windows. So it's never really the same place twice just because we, you know, just being as low like, production value as we are, we have to film wherever we can. So who, who would be dad's celebrity crush? Uh, well, we know he likes Sally Wigan because of mm -hmm. that episode. Uh, he also, if you've, no, if you've listened throughout the show, he loves <laughs> Marky Post. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen this show. This is so stupid. He loves Marky Post. I don't know how old she is now, but um, there was a show called Night Court uh, in the 80s that I don't know. My parents used to dig. I guess the parents back then used to dig, and Marky Post was was the uh, defending attorney on it. It was a comedy, and um, he loves her for whatever reason. She had like the 80s haircut, so we, that's that's his celebrity crush. You've had some pretty uh, epic Pittsburgh cameos i'd say you have big ben you've had sally Wick. who's been your favorite and who's one that you haven't had but you wish you could land on the show coach tomlin was really cool the first time he came on the he was you know let us interview him was just so surreal i got to st vincent's and i walked down the hill and and like this, this is you sure this dude knows who i am and he saw me from across the field so that was a good time sally's a, wiggins is another great she, she let us drag her all across the city of Pittsburgh to film our, our fake intro for Perfect Strangers. Big Ben just showed up at my buddy's mother-in-law's house out of nowhere. It's, you just don't expect these things to happen, but um, thankfully the show's been blessed enough to, to have people want to come on and have a little fun with us. So, and we look forward to having more cameos. One of our go-to jokes now has been Tommy Maddox. 
is dad's handyman. So if we get Tommy Maddox on the show just to come out and just be there for one of the, like, because we've made probably 10, 12 references. Hey, Tommy, you can take care of them. Gutter's up there. And just, I want Tommy to just go, yeah, okay. And if he had, I don't know what kind of sense of humor he has, but uh, that'd be pretty sweet too. Is there anybody um, in that, that hasn't been on that you would think would be a dream? I think the one that I would love to have on, just, just I could just see so many angles with the, uh, with the cameo, would be Coach Bill Cowher. Bill Cowher, yeah. come on. And I just, oh my. because he's a Pittsburgher and he's, and he's dad's hero. And um, it would be off the charts funny if, he, if, if ever he would just give us like, give us two hours and I'll get everything I need in those two hours and we'll have a great time. And, and then, I, then I'll call it a series. <laughs> <laughs> While I have you, I actually wanted to, to clear up some rumors, if that's okay. Um, yeah, go ahead. Because, like people just, yeah, because reading everything on the internet's 100% true. TrendCelebNow.com has your estimated net worth at one to five million dollars. Is that true? <laughs> well, I once saw it up at 120 million dollars. So um, it's not fallen on hard times. Yeah, exactly. This pandemic has hit hit the fortune pretty hard. Does anyone really believe that? I mean, does anyone really believe those celeb net worth? I don't know where they are getting their information from. I just based on I don't know. I, I still have my 2003 Chevy Cavalier I drive. That's how I roll. Okay, we don't waste anything in, in my growing up in my family. We, we you know we get every, every dollar cents worth out of it. It's not true. Come on, man. It's YouTube. We're not even like they think it's. Sometimes people like look at it and like oh they they, they think it's almost like a CBS show. I'm like no. We're YouTube and there's two people making this show. We're having a good time. I mean, we're getting by, we're, you know, we're making a living, but it, it's not, we're not living in mansions. Ron on Facebook says, dude lives in LA. He ain't even from here. Is, is Ron right? Well, Ron, um, I do live in Pittsburgh, but upon graduation from college, I moved to LA to pursue being an actor. And I was out there for a while and, Chris and I started to do this show when I would come to visit. And then I just kind of like, you know, I don't, I, LA was never really for me. I don't, it was hard for me to adjust that, to that world, especially growing up in the suburbs of Pittsburgh. It just never felt like home. So it didn't take a whole lot of pushing me back to want to come back and I, and I did, but yes, I did live in LA. I don't live there anymore. And then people will, sometimes people will be like, oh, he was born in West Virginia. I was born in West Virginia. I'll give you the whole story. Dad was born in Bloomfield. Mom was born in Penn Hills. Both my sisters were born in Forest Hills. My dad's job got transferred to West Virginia. My mom had me. They moved back to Pittsburgh when he got transferred back and moved to Greensburg. Okay, so then, I don't know. But people are like, oh, it's not a real Pittsburgh. What is a real Pittsburgh? I don't know what the hell that means. Like, we are like, so that birth certificate, man. who come into this city, I'm like, yeah, as soon as you're in the city and you want to be a Pittsburgh, even if you're outside living in California and you be a Pittsburgh, we adopt you. Just got to cheer for the right teams. Can, can we watch Streetlight Stories now? Yeah. Is it on? You okay. can go to YouTube and um, just type in Streetlight Stories. There's a part one. There's a part two. You know, it's free. Um, sit back and, you know, I think they're probably 20 minutes, both, all of them together. Especially during this time, it'll, it'll, it'll take you back to a better time. Or just go down the, the, the rabbit hole of the Pittsburgh Dead archives and go, I don't know how many episodes there are now, but um, have a ball. Well, hey, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate it. Um, no, no problem. And, uh, yeah, we love, uh, we love Pittsburgh Dad. And uh, 
we can't wait to to release some some new shirts. Yeah, man, we love Steel City Clothing. If you guys check out Steel City Clothing's large assortment of Pittsburgh Dad merchandise and all their other merchandise too, because it rocks. And it's not like that Thank cheap you. with that cheap gilding crap you get for free. It's gonna last. It's not like wearing paper. So uh, check them out. Well, that's it for our show today. I'd like to thank my guest, Kurt Wooten, for being here. My name's Brandon. And remember, take care of yourselves, take care of your neighbors, and I'll see you again next time.